It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity, Hour 2. We welcome in Matt Verzel, uh, Pizons Pizzeria, of course, Oscar Hangover, coach at Omaha Scott. Uh, Verz, it's uh, already heading into week four of the football season. How uh, how are things hanging with you? Yeah, but it flies. I haven't um, haven't been uh, as involved as in past years with staffing and all that fun stuff that everybody's getting to deal with. So, do what I can. I go on Tuesday and Wednesday that are our majority heavy work days and try to make the games on Friday. I love it. I love it. And you know, I I'm interested to get your take on. The high school scene, want to start with Nebraska. And, you know, Heinrich Harburg made his first start, Carney kid, and uh, performed well. I want to know from you, uh, a Nebraska kid, uh, prior to Grand Island, what was it like to get out on the, the, the field that first time? Do you remember it? Oh, it's, it's unreal. You know, so many, and it's the tough part about right now is that so many of these kids that come through the system I've never seen Nebraska win so you know there's, there could be trepidation with that but you know going to games when you're a little kid and then getting the chance to to go out and and wear the the scarlet and cream is always always a fun thing and let's get into this rule philosophy uh one through four the development has been evident through four games where there's a number of guys that you have heard about but maybe haven't seen they're getting on the field it's it's hockey line changes defensively and offensively I mean you're gonna have to have a merry-go-round of quarterbacks ready it sounds like and for sure at running back what have you what's impressed you so far with uh, where Nebraska's at uh the defense is number one I mean you know the the moron Desmond Howard wanted to complain that Nebraska was playing prevent defense against Colorado. And I was like, well, think about it. Every defense is a prevent defense. But <laughs> I like the fact that, that they, when the ball is caught, there are multiple players flying to the ball. Like they play a very sound brand of, of team defense. It's pretty awesome to see. So that to me is very cool. Um, you know, need to see – probably more out of the offensive line, and then that in turn leads to more out of the running backs. That in turn leads to play-action pass, which then opens up the tight end and the receivers. So we don't have anybody that can necessarily take the top off the defense at the receiver position, but I do think they have playmakers, and if you stick to the game plan that you had against Northern Illinois, you're going to win more than you lose coming home. 
It's Matt Verzo with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Husker football. And, and Matt, let's zero in on the offensive line here. You knew we were going to go there with uh, with your experience. And I want to get your thoughts. What has improved along the offensive line through the first three games when compared to last year? And what still needs some work through the, the final nine games this season? Um, I think in this last game in particular, you know, the, the footwork was better. It, it was a lot quicker. Um, it looked good at times. At times it looked not so good. Um, I think that may be due to, you know, getting caught in the moment where maybe not 100% confident in what you're doing. And, and I always tell anybody, and, and if you see any of them, they'll tell you, I'll say to them, I would rather have you be 100 miles an hour and go wrong than, than 50 miles an hour and go right. So it's just shutting off that brain, going out and attacking, and they get out over their skis a little bit. They They fall off a block sometimes, which is just, getting some arm extension after you make that initial contact. And you know, there are all things that can be fixed through drills and prep work during the week. Let's talk a little bit about, about Teddy P and his buildup. And, you know, if you were to, to, to lay a wager, do you see – do you think you see more than nine snaps from him? Because you would think they're, they're trying to ramp him up and be ready for Michigan. Ideally, in a perfect world, yeah, that's that's how it goes. I, I – a human being that big and limbs the way they are, you know, you've got to make sure there's no muscular imbalances. Um, your, your footwork is real good and, you're, and, and all those kind of little teeny tiny things because somebody finally explained to me in golf, if you're an eighth of an inch off with your driver face, that's going to result in about 30 to 20 yards left or right on the fairway. Well, if you think about that, that's a big human being. So if he's off a half an inch, something's out of line a half an inch when he steps, now you're compounding that going through all those long limbs. So hopefully the, the thought is, and I'm fine with him going in as, as an extra tight end and getting that confidence back in, in everything that's ailed him. And if it is Michigan, great. If it isn't Michigan, oh well. There's, there's plenty of games he can play in down the road. How tough is it to get to get back into football shape after missing so much football over the past couple of years, missing most of the year last year, missing most of fall camp? How difficult is it to, to get from in shape to in football shape? Uh, after being at a couple practices and seeing the seeing what they make the, the guys that are hurt go through, they're in pretty good shape, just overall general fitness. If you get a good week of practice, you're going to be that step closer. But there's nothing you can do that can replicate a game speed or, or game mode, I guess. So that'll that'll come. Some of it will be on the fly, but he'll be he'll be in shape and ready to roll. Matt Verzel's with us talking Nebraska football. Hail Varsity Radio. Find Verz on Twitter at Verz fifty one. So what? Uh, put your headset on with the quarterback situation and sounds like it's going to be who does well and is best at practice. But also there's the element of not losing your job due to, uh, due to injury, but uh, moving forward here, how do you handle the quarterback situation? Uh, it's a good thing about an injury. As you can say, that injury is continuing to linger. <laughs> uh, I think the, the biggest thing to me in that game was Satterfeld called a game that fit the skill set of his quarterback. There wasn't anything crazy with it. Arberg, and he, he will tell you, he was behind on some throws. He, he was late on some throws. But 
that game plan of you're going to get 15 to 20 runs a game, we're going to hand it off to a running back. Now with more running backs being hurt, you probably have a unique situation where you can talk to, to multiple people and say, hey, you know, we can we can have situations where we have you both on the field, one of you at running back, one of you at quarterback. I'm just spitballing here throwing out ideas, but that's a way to appease some things and maybe it works out and it's better and you just kind of have to examine all options now or you're going to pull a red shirt on a kid and, and make him play and, and see how he does. Well, Matt, do you think you saw enough from Heinrich Harburg on Saturday to make you think that he should be the starter moving forward or do you think Jeff Sims deserves a chance for a, a rebuttal, if you will? I, I'm not usually a fan of a two-quarterback setup, but you know, if you go comparatively, Minnesota and Colorado's talent is probably going to be a little different than Northern Illinois' talent. So you're not really comparing apples to apples. Uh, I thought Harburg did a great job of managing the game that he was given to play in. And outside of one, you know, bad set on, on pass protection, he would have had a clean sheet. Uh, for the majority of the time, he made really good reads with the ball. Um, like I said, he was laid on some throws behind a couple receivers. A couple receivers dropped a couple balls for him, so that kind of washes out. But honestly, if, if you're a coach, you have to watch how your team is reacting to each guy. And if it's more hype and it's more electric and it's more fluid during the times that, that one guy is in, then you, you stick to that one guy. And it's not always the, the best way to go with it, but you have to have a feel of your team and how they view it to make sure you're getting the best out there possible. Verz, are, are you excited with uh, this opportunity for Anthony Grant? Yeah, I am. You know, there's a lot of things that have been said. We don't know if it's from fumbles. We don't know if it's from off-the-field stuff. And they're obviously to a point now where, you know, they trust him enough to put him in the game. He scored late in the last game against Northern Illinois. Um, runs the ball very well. So for him to be the bell cow now and, and get the carries and, and do what he's supposed to do, let's, let's see if we've matured as a man and, and do our job and do it well and, and take care of all those little things off the field that add to big things on the field. When it comes to young pups at running back, Emmett Johnson, Quentin Ives, both have a lot of talent. Uh, you just haven't seen it uh, at the P5 level. They're going to get their crack as well. In your experience with with younger backs that have gotten in, what what has kept them from seeing more of a role, and and what are some exceptions? I mean, what what's best case scenario? What's normal for Nebraska with uh, with some unproven talent there to also share the carries? The ones that usually you know you see them do well a little bit, and then they're they're taken out. They just try to do too much. It would be. So that high-level knowledge of the game that, that not every play as much as we would want it to be is a 75-yard touchdown. Some of them are five-yard games that, that break the spirit of a defense. And can you can you do those things? Or are you trying to do too much every time? Do you hit the hole and then cut 37 times and then get tackled for two yards shorter than you were at? You know, that, that type of stuff. Ball security is always good. In the system, pass protection, you know, blitz pickup will be a huge thing. And, and do they have a a well-rounded grasp of the full concept of the offense. Do they know in these situations, I don't necessarily need a home run, uh, but I need to get five yards and and keep the chains moving. Matt, specifically from an offensive point of view, 
What are you going to be looking for on Saturday against Louisiana Tech? It's a tune-up game. That's why you, you, you pay the money for these schools to come to Lincoln and play you. And I, I think Nebraska was able to iron a couple things out against Northern Illinois. Still some work to do. But as you look ahead to Michigan coming to town in a couple weeks, what do you want to see this Husker football team, and specifically the Husker offense, get accomplished on Saturday to show you that they're, they're making strides and getting better before Michigan comes to town? Just to make it as, as fluid as possible, right? Like, if you can make the majority of your drives look like your first drive, then you're going to be okay, right? Because it went touchdown, and it was like punt, 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 touchdown, touchdown. So if you eliminate the middle where it's punt, those punts weren't like, like long drives, and then we punted like the 50 to play field position. It was like a four-yard gain, a you know, seven-yard gain. It's like those can't happen, right? There's got to be – rhythm to it. The, the, the signal caller has to get in rhythm. Um, the players have to get in rhythm. And the line has to continue to evolve. You know, if they can do those things, then then you're okay. But, but I want it to be just a fluid, smooth operating. Calls are in quick. If they have to shorten down the verbiage because we're reading them off of a cue card, you know, maybe we shorten that down and make it to just a couple word phrase and everybody knows what they're doing. Burr's high school ball, uh, Scott's rolling, and, and of course your your nephew uh, had just an incredible outing, cash, 16 for 204 and a touchdown. Pretty good last weekend for you guys. Yeah, not bad. Old cash man got out there and did his thing. I know he was pretty frustrated with the first two outcomes, and now they're they're playing a little bit better, and their, their little line has picked up a little bit, so he was telling me that they were playing better, and away they go, but yeah, he's... He's a tough kid. He's much like his brother. I, I probably need to have a conversation with him that his future is not at running back. Um, probably more of a linebacker in that situation. But he's a team guy. If you give him the ball, he'll run it. If you if you want to play defense, he'll play it. And, and if you want to play on all the special teams, he'll do that too. So good kid and glad to see him have a good game. Scale of 1 to 10 as we say goodbye. Uh, Dion Fatigue, where are you at? Uh... I like I like people to be uncomfortable. Okay. So I'm I'm at a zero for fatigue. I have no fatigue of Dion. Uh, I I think he brings a new light to it. I think he brings a new thought process to everything. Um, uh, he's a he's a human being. But like when I'm even right in my life, he, he I have very I'm very confident in myself. Uh, he has never faltered in in the belief in himself in his life, and, and that's a cool thing. And it's harder to do that people imagine, but he has brought to his team that, that regardless of the situation, they're going to win now. If you don't think that people find little silly things to get motivated by in sports, you're crazy. So I know his is right in the public forum and everything's about disrespect and they disrespect this and that. And that that's not a, a Nebraska problem. That's not a Colorado problem. We don't have to worry about what other people think. So. If they, if they fired him up because they stood on your logo and you prayed, then oh, so be it. Uh, it. It's up to you how you want to deal with it. But I have no fatigue of Dion. He pushes the envelope and he shows people, hey, if you believe in what you're doing, surround yourself with good people. And then nobody has his cash rate to bring any amount of talent he brought in. And he's the father to two of them. And he can, he can back up a lot of what he says. Now, they're going to get into some different situations now, so we'll see how how the rest of the ghost morning. What what little thing did you use to, to turn into a, a, a boulder, motivation-wise? Anything on the field? 
you know, I had to make sure my spot on the sideline was always good so I could have a good angle to watch. I'm saying even in practice, though, man. <laughs> I know you practice. No, they, <laughs> they, uh, you know, you just you find something. And for us, a lot of the times, it was just hatred. Like, you knew when you were at Nebraska during that time, everybody in the state loved you, would do anything that you asked them to do for you. And everybody outside of the state hated you. They hated the side of you, you know, from everything from throwing batteries at Missouri and Iowa State to getting hit in the back of the head with a fifth of Jack Daniels. And, and you know, those disappeared. Now, the, the good part about it is, like, well, we, we want to reinforce your hatred. We want to go out and, and, and beat you by a lot of points and then make sure that that hatred is justified. So... A lot of things like that. Rob has Rob had one. He divulged of late, but yeah, that one was kind of funny. But yeah, you just take little things in the paper that you see and you twist them around and say, "How dare they do that?" and "How dare they say those things?" and <laughs> everything, anything to get fired up and win. Here's the bulletin board. I love it. Matt Verzel with us. Verz, appreciate you. Good to talk, bud. You bet, boys. We'll see you.